Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Hi, welcome. I'm Fazia Costi, and today I have an an incredibly special guest. Um, her name is er- Erlinda Vo, and she is a visionary leader, an expert in personal motivation, and the innovative creator of the personal growth technology called the Energy Alchemy Process. Erlinda, whose mission is to vibe up the planet, works to empower others to pr- produce life-changing results and provide spiritual tools designed to help others live a life that basically lights them up. So I'm really excited to speak to you, uh, Erlinda. So welcome to the show. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here today. I am so ecstatic. And just a little note, if I start talking really loud and passionate, it's really (laughs) because I'm excited. I'm not yelling. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm, I, I love it. I love it. I love the passion that comes through with you know, that's how you know you're doing what you're meant to do in life is when you truly, I think, get excited about anything that, that has to do with it. You, you know, anytime you talk about your work, you're just like thrilled. That's that's absolutely wonderful. And and today we're going to talk about the difference between self-care and soul care. Um, the topic to this show is called Soul care is the new self-care. What does that mean? Tell tell us a little bit about what that means. Yes, I would be delighted. Um, it kind of started uh, where this came about was I was getting my nails done. And if you're a female and you've gotten your nails done, and guys too, because I know they get their nails done as well. But really, I was sitting at the nail salon, and I think it was three hours. And I was like, you know, this is self-care. This is me doing some self-care, right? And people right. are like, oh, go get some self-care. Go get your hair done. Go get your nails done and things like that. And I was like three hours later and I was drained and kind of tired. And yes, my nails look great. Don't get me wrong. But I was kind of drained and tired. And that's when I was like, oh no. <laughs> like it's that's awesome. not supposed to happen. <laughs> yes, I'm supposed to feel like, oh my God, so great in my being, right? Now, while my nails looked great, don't get me wrong. It's nice to take time out of your day. And and I want to be clear, this isn't about soul care versus self-care. Both are very important. But in that moment, I was like, well, this doesn't nourish my soul. Right now, talking to the lady, and that was fine, you know, talk for a little bit or whatever, but it wasn't, I didn't leave there nourished. I didn't leave there uplifted. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh my gosh, like there is a difference between soul care and self care. And I think that self care, and I started doing a little research, but self care was really designed to help people who were kind of not doing the basic functions like showering. And that's kind of when it started to come about, right? And so it was to help people like self care, yes, take care of yourself, take time for yourself, shower, go get, you know, go cut your hair, brush your teeth, like things like that. And so I was like, wait a minute, what about soul care? What about doing? self-care actions, but that also elevate your soul or soul care actions that just nourish your soul that you leave and you, your cup fills, fills full, you know, you know, it's funny. Uh, you were saying the whole thing about self-care, but you know, when people don't take care of themselves, it is that low energy. It's that lack of motivation. 
And so when you take care of your soul, you're more likely to take care of yourself as well. Totally. When your soul is nourished, it gives a pathway for you to want to do those basic things. And, you know, it became kind of like a thing. Oh no, I'm just going to go take some self-care. I just need some self-care time. Like a lot of moms do self-care time. Right. Right. And and I am not knocking that. That is important. Right. And you want to come back from that filled, nourished. Okay. And instead of like, oh, that was on my to-do list. That's now in my calendar. That's now another thing I have to go do. You want these moments of self-care to be something that just is so funny, allows your soul to flourish where you're just lit up by you, lit up by the world, the energy, the divine, the sun, whatever it is, the universe. So, so what is the true difference between soul care and self-care? Tell tell me a little bit about that. Let's talk a little bit more in depth about what the difference is. Yeah. So I, I and this is just something that's getting created because I really do think soul care is the new self-care, but self-care is widely used to describe practices that help take care of your physical well-being. Okay. okay? And we definitely want that, like exercise, sleep, balance, nutrition, all that good stuff, right? Sure. And Soul care is more holistic. It's caring for the whole body, one's whole self, okay? Including the physical. So notice I'm not saying don't do that, okay? So are Um, you saying that self-care is part of the soul care? Yes, self-care can be part of the soul care. There are some women who get their nails and spend three hours on there and they feel nourished after. They get to watch that home show on the TV or, or talk to like They feel nourished after that. And if that's the case, oh yes, that's an opportunity for soul care. What I'm pointing to, it's, it includes physical, okay? It also includes emotional and spiritual and energetic aspects. And that's the encompassing of the soul care, okay? It's involving practices that nourish the soul. Like you could maybe do prayers or meditation meditation or yoga, spiritual disciplines or other things. It it could be whatever. It could be watching the world cup. I just saw one, right. That like, I was like, what is this? But the group of people in that restaurant, like there was just this kind of like cheering and, and that sounds so strange. Right. But at the end, I was like, I felt like I belonged. I didn't even know. Like it was like, it was just so wild for me. Right. But it was like camaraderie and it felt uplifting. It wasn't like this experience when I walked out, like, Oh, that was so exhausting. I'm so tired. Right. So even though they're using all this energy, they're actually raising their energy level. They're actually becoming, you know, more relaxed, more at peace and, and really expressing relaxation in in a weird way. (laughs) Yeah. Well, community and relaxation, when you're part of a community, you feel in like what you guys are doing here and sharing and allowing speakers to speak, you're building this community of empowerment, right? Where people feel it. And when you have community and you have people, even if it's just one time in a restaurant or even this, like what you guys are creating here, that helps to nourish the soul. It's, right. it's a community is a practice because, you know, isolation is really challenging. It, it really diminishes the soul. It really, you know, and sometimes I'm not talking about the rest that you need because you need to get rest, but I'm talking about when you're hiding out and you're not participating in life, you know, you right. want to participate in life. Soul care is about participation in life and lighting up your life. So going to that party and watching the world cup <laughs> is part of your 
your your journey to nourish your soul? Well, what's funny is I, if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago, I would have never said that. Okay. <laughs> But soul care refers to the practices that focus on building proper energetic space for your soul to flourish. Okay. And um, it means taking care of your emotional well being and your energy. Okay. And to be in a group where the energy was just so excited and like, oh man, oh yes. It was, it was taking care of an emotional well-being component for me. Okay. Now I I don't I don't make it, I didn't watch all the World Cup. It just happened to be this one thing. And I thought people don't look at it like that. Like maybe you go to an event with somebody Mm -hmm. and it's uplifting, or if you go to a lunch with somebody and then at the end, you're like, I'm so exhausted. I want to go to sleep. That is not soul care. That is like somebody draining your energy. So soul care isn't, I want to break us out of the paradigm of just these self-care things, like get your hair, get your nails done. Oh, go do yoga. Like this simple kind of template. This is something you get to create. It's allowing yourself to like wow, what makes me feel happy right now? What makes me feel good? Right. My soul smile. (laughs) So one of the things that you were talking about is when you were in this group with other people and you had this community, um, how does engaging in, in soul care benefit those around us? And, and I know it affects us, but how does it affect everyone around us? Oh, this is so good. Cause this goes back to my mission. Okay. So my, so, um, if you guys don't know, I have an online boutique, it's called the spa for your soul. Okay. And all the things I, you know, if the products I put on there, the, sh- like the classes I do, all of it's designed to fulfill my mission, which is to vibe up the planet. And I remember thinking, God, how can I do anything to vibe with the planet? I'm just one person. Like what, you know, like, oh, and then when you think of taking on the challenges of like climate change, let's say it is overwhelming. And I'm like, ah, I just need to deal with my own life. Like, let me just get out of bed sometimes. Right. Especially in the last two years. It's like, ah, and what I realized was, oh, (laughs) if you take care of your energetic footprint, right? And you do the work to nourish your soul and you do the work to vibe up your energy, have that expression, just be like massively like overflowing and over pouring over everyone. When you take care of your energetic footprint, you help to vibrate, to vibe up the planet because your energy ripples. Right. So then everyone you interact with also feels a little bit more energetic and they share that with the people they interact with. I get it. That's beautiful. There's one other thing I'll say, Mm -hmm. and this might, people might understand a little bit better. So have you ever walked into a room and all of a sudden you were in a bad mood or you were angry? Mm -hmm. That's also that person has an energetic frequency that they're sending off. And all of a sudden you walk in the room and it's like, you caught a vibe, right? It's like, Whoa, what happened? I wasn't going to wait. And you don't realize that's how much our energies impact other people. Right. And so when you are taking care of yourself and you feel great, that ripples out. And together with, when we have lots of people taking care of their own energetic field, I believe that one person can help to vibe up the planet because then you're not adding mass of stuff to the planet, but you're taking care of your soul and yourself. So, yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, I I think it would be fantastic if everybody, you know, just tried to impact their little world, their individual world. I think you're right. It could be a fantastic ripple effect. 
Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. And we're so worried about the carbon footprint, but what about your, you know, <laughs> energetic footprint? Which know? we never talk about. I, in fact, I've never, I think you're the first person I've ever had say something like that before. Before this, I've never heard that. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, how can we effectively incorporate soul care and self-care into our daily routines? Like, how would you recommend somebody do that? Yeah, there are, there are many ways to do these. Okay. So I would start to first identify, identify for yourself. What are you currently doing? Right. Because there are probably some things you are currently doing. So let's just say getting my nails done. I'm just going to use that since I started with that example. Right. That for me, when it takes three hours to do, <laughs> I it does not, that falls under self-care for me. That's like something I should do. It's good for me to do like that, right? Or I don't get the dipping powder because that takes so long. I just do a, you know what I mean? Start to change. So if you can identify all the things in the self-care routines you currently have and just look and ask ask yourself the question, does this nourish my soul? Or is this just now another to-do list, you know, thing on my checklist? Okay. So once you can identify all the things you currently are doing, right? Like sometimes a Netflix binge watch for a few hours. Yes. It could, at the end, you might feel exhausted and be like, Oh, you know, like I just wasted my time, make yourself wrong. Or sometimes if you ever had a really good binge day and you watch like a really great show and you're just like, Oh my God, I feel motivated. I just like, I feel much better. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not like Netflix binge equals uh, just a checklist or like, cause I want to check out. It could be, Oh my gosh, there are certain shows like that really, like uplift me, you know, like it's kind of like, I'm not going to say the Hallmark channel, but like something like that, right. Something that's (laughs) nourishing or for the mind or whatnot. Right. So it's not like, okay. So when you make your list, you're going to start to notice, does this nourish my soul? Well, it's, it's funny that you brought up the Hallmark channel because my, my daughter does that when she's having a rough day or something and she just needs to decompress and, and just kind of, you know, feel back to normal. She will watch a Hallmark movie. Why? Because they're feel good and there's no violence. There's no, you know, yeah. it, it has a good ending. It almost always, well, not almost always, it always has a good ending. I, and so you, you're, you're almost assured a happy story. And, yeah. and I think that's kind of what people want is that, that feel good. Okay. I need to, I need to just kind of recalibrate my energy level. Like what a wise young lady you have there who's taking care and nurturing of her own soul. Yeah. You know, and as we get older, it just becomes more of a checklist to do versus like she found something that can help her reset to nourish Mm -hmm. that soul. And yeah, it, it could be different for everybody and that's okay, but find what works for you. So identifying all the self-care practices that you're currently doing, and then maybe explore some new ones. Okay. So like setting, I would find that, identify which ones are like, Hey, when I watched these uplifting movies, I feel good when I'm watching these, like, I don't know, supernatural things. I'm like, ah! <laughs> right. Or like right. crime movies, like all that stuff impacts you. Right. So start right. to notice the level of, I guess you could say happiness, but it's kind of a joy. It's not just, it's like a fulfillment and joy. Okay. Cause not everything is like, you know, like I, I didn't, no, I wanted to watch the world cup. Right. I just did. And there was, there was so much, like, it it was just so fast. It was kind of like an experiment, I feel like, but yeah, allowing yourself to identify which of those self-care practices actually do nourish your soul. 
Okay. Then I would take that, those self, those self-care practices and turn them into something more of a soul care practice. Like, wow, here's my five soul care practices. I'll, one of the things I like to do is sit in the sun. Yes. Um, I like, I like the sun for me. I feel like that literally, I feel like it literally helps vibe me up. One of my next yeah. things is oils. I oh, yeah. like just smelling this. Well, what like, most people don't know is that they also have their own energy level. Totally. These things are amazing. Mm-hmm. And when you put yeah. them on, they literally transform your cells at a cellular level, right? Yeah. So find something that just empowers you, that makes you feel good. And then what you want to do is dedicate those times. So you could dedicate time to, um, you know, one of the things I love to do is because we don't have a bath. So I have a shower, right? But my boyfriend hung these candle lights and um, I got a remote control, little candle light. So I love to take showers by candlelight. Oh, it sweet. <laughs> almost like this meditative thing. Cause shower could become a to-do. It's like, oh, I have to shower today. And, right. and more, especially recently when he hung that up, like kind of a reset for myself. It's kind of like everything else blocking and just kind really of- being. Yeah. find joy yeah. in that shower. Yeah, yeah totally. Instead so, of another yeah, so to do. Yeah, no, I so break it I, down I, into your self care, mm-hmm. then turn, take into your soul care, and then schedule some of the time for both. Okay, because, you know, we know it doesn't happen if it's not really in the calendar, but find those moments of the things that make your soul happy. Well, I I like how you, you keep talking about things being joyful. What a lot of people don't realize is that joy has its own energy level. And when you bring your energy level to joy or love or peace, you're at the highest vibration, which means other things will become easier, which means you are manifesting the things you want in your life because the higher your vibration is, the more easily it is for you to manifest what you want. Yeah. And I think what people don't know sometimes is what you focus on is what you attract. Mm -hmm. And when you and I started this conversation, we were talking about gratitude and when you're, when I'm not, you guys, when you're in bed and you're having a hard time, get up, I promise you're not thinking gratitude. You're you're like, (laughs) you're like, I just want to go back to bed. I can't do it. Right. Gratitude is such a, a soul care moment when you stop through the stuff through the yuck of life that's happened. And you can move through that yuck a little bit and find a few key things to be grateful for. It really, really transforms you. And if you can implement gratitude into your daily routine, right, it makes a huge difference. Just like setting boundaries, right? Absolutely. So care a priority and all that stuff is so critical. And when right. you're in bed and you're stuck in bed, right? And like your nervous system's shocked and all that stuff. Gratitude is one of the, I mean, unless you have access to some essential oils too, but gratitude is one of the fastest ways, but you got to find something. And I don't care. This is what I do. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> grateful to be here. Or I'm so grateful for my hot tea. And you, you find something, anything. It could be something little. And yes. you just like, and you change yeah. your energy and be grateful for that. Cause what you focus on, you attract more. No, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I don't know what kind of routines you have in your life, but for me every morning, well, first of all, I I've been doing this for a very long time. And so 
I have set up my life so that I don't wake up to an alarm clock. I wake up when I wake up. I go to bed when I feel like going to bed. I have no routine in that sense. But, um, you know, my appointments are when I want to have my appointments. And one of the most important things that I've done for myself is I meditate every day. So my morning starts off with, um, you know, having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee and then meditating. And after my meditation, then I might have breakfast or lunch or whatever, depending on the time of day it is. But I, I think a lot of people don't realize is you can create the structure in your life that you truly want. It is not external to you. You can actually have your life be exactly the way you want it. And that's yeah. what I hear you saying is like, if you just have that shift, you can do whatever you want because you're bringing your energy up. Yeah. And, and I definitely, you know, I'm a, I've been in both places. I have been someone stuck in bed. And I, and I say that because sometimes when, you know, especially in social media, all these influencers and all these things like, Oh, God, just think positive. Oh my God, just do this. And if you have your, you know, millionaire routine in the morning and like all these things and I want people here who are listening, you're here for empowerment. I want you to know right. wherever you are is perfect. And I've right. been stuck in bed where I, it was hard to get out. And I'm like, gratitude. Oh, hell no. <laughs> there is nothing to be gratitude, grateful for. Right. And all I'm saying is yes, start wherever you can. And if right. you're at the place where you're like, oh, you know what? I'm going to meditate and meditation looks differently. There's walking meditations. There's listening to meditations. There's sitting in silence. There's actually like, you can um, watch videos, right? There's a lot of ways. So I, I like what I, what I like to give people is not another to do, not another self-care routine, but a, a pause. Okay. So oh, absolutely. Self-care. Yeah. And when you can just say, well, what's honoring my soul? And when you're stuck in bed, sometimes it's just like, you know what? I'm grateful I made it to the shower today. <laughs> I'm yeah, grateful. Absolutely. Yeah. How do how do the practice of self-care and soul care interact or overlap? Yeah, I think that um soul care really deals with the energetics, right? how do you feel the happiness, the emotions, the spirituality around things? And when you start to um, imbue your energy with those energetics and those um, high vibing feelings, I think it overlaps because then you want to do the self-care. You want to do the makeup routine, or you want to do the meditation, morning meditation. I love the idea of waking up without an alarm clock. I have not mastered that yet, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like, but I think it goes back to doing what's, what's right for you. You know, you have to figure out first what you want and then you, and then you start manifesting it into your life. And I think that's the key is knowing what you want, because you can't Mm -hmm. have it if you don't know what you want. Totally. And it's not only if you don't know what you want, if you don't know what frequency you are vibrating at, right? Like we talked about optimism this morning, right? You and I are here. I think we're both like optimistic. We're like, what a great opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Like, if you don't know where you are, like sometimes in my cards, there's some really not good ones. You know, oh, we are getting all these good ones, but here's a depression, right? Some people are stuck in depression and sometimes it's just like a quick prayer, like angels show me the light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Right. But really identifying 
for yourself. And that's, I think you said it kind of, but it's, it's designing your own plan. It's like, yeah, I would love to wake up without an alarm clock, Mm -hmm. but really it's okay because this is what works for me right now. Right. And it's like, I have my own little, I actually have my alarm to a meditation that I listen to like a three minute meditation thing. So Mm -hmm. that's what pops up. So as long as they interact and overlap, because I feel if you nourish your soul, sometimes your self-care activities get easier because they're no longer chores. There's something that empower your physicality to empower the vessel that holds your soul. I think you, you actually said it, it should not be a chore. It should be something that you get excited about. And, And right now, you know, this time of year, everyone is, you know, we're going through the holidays, we're getting ready to set those intentions for the next year. And I think this is a really important time to to reevaluate what do you want in your life? What are the most important things you want in your life? And once you evaluate that and you decide, okay, here are the things that I want, then kind of think about how you can create that, how you can manifest that into your life. And if you pay attention and you do things over time, you will see those things coming into your life. Uh, I know this firsthand because for the last few years, every year I set intentions and I have my long-term goals and my short-term goals for the year. I write them down and I reevaluate them every single month. Mm-hmm. And when when something isn't working, I, I adjust. And every single year I've had uh, um, something new happen. Um you know, every single year for the last few years, I've had something new launch, which has been absolutely fantastic. So I love, I love the idea of just setting those intentions and, and, and paying attention to your energy level. Yeah. Yes. And it's not bad to do those chores. Okay. I mean, life has them, right? Right. Making sure you accommodate time for that vibe up that energy feeling like I love makeup. Okay. I'm like a makeup wannabe (laughs) makeup artist wannabe. And so like that brings me joy. I love finding a new lippy or something. I'd be like, Oh, try it. Right. And, but that's something that like excites me. It speaks to my soul, you know, gives me creative energy and find the path that works for you instead of following someone else's path. Now you can gain insight like, oh, hey, that, like I like the millionaire morning routines. Like, you know, there's lots of different things you can do. And and, and some of that might work like glean from others, but create and design your own path for your soul care. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be your soul care. It has to be custom to you. You can't do the same things that I do because it's not going to excite you. It's not going to work for you. Um. So we have a couple minutes before break. How could somebody get in touch with you? And and do you have any specials you'd like to share? Yeah, sure. So um, my website's called The Spa for Your Soul. It's an online boutique. I have tons of products on there, classes. The one thing I want to share, which we could also talk about in the second half after our little break, is I'm offering um, a vision board. It's like Create 2023. It's a recorded experience. And I say experience because this is a three-hour experience. Okay. Most people think that vision boarding and planning for the next year is all about just putting the pictures and the, you know, setting intentions, it is actually an energetic clearing 
And we walk through some EFT, which is some tapping and someone does a sound healing. So it it is a full blown experience before you sit down and start to do your vision board. So that is one of the things I am offering. It is on the website. It's the spot for your soul. And I am Belinda Vo, the energy alchemist, you know, transforming bad vibes into good ones. And how much do you charge for the vision board? And is it remotely? Can somebody just join anytime they want? So it's a Zoom recording. And it is $29.99, I believe. Perfect. That, yeah, it's a very low entry thing to get. A, what we're giving is incredible. So it okay. is a, a very, very unique thing. Thank you so much. And we'll be back after these messages and we will talk more with Erlinda Vo. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Bozzi Acosti is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit ExecutiveFunctionCoachAZ.com. Bozzi works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fazia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you ever suffered grief from the loss of a loved one or pet? Do you ask yourself questions? Like where did they go and what are they doing? Do you have guilt for things left unsaid or feel the need for answers about the loss you never received? Join Samantha Jones, psychic medium and animal communicator, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, where her and her guest will discuss all things beyond the bridge. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Focus on Success. To reach Fozzie Acosti or her guest on the live show, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Now, back to Focus on Success. Welcome back. I'm Fazia Costi, and today we are talking to Erlinda Bo. She is the energy alchemist. Uh, welcome back, Erlinda. Hi, thanks. Yeah, I'm so excited you're here. Before break, we had uh, talked quite a bit about... Um, vibing up our energy and uh, the difference between soul care and self-care. I'd like to talk a little bit, though, about how you became the energy alchemist. So tell us a little bit about that. How did, well, first of all, I love the title. 
but how did you become the energy alchemist? What was your journey? Yes. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for asking. Um, when I first started out, so I've always been an intuitive and all that means is, you know, how you have that gut feeling all of a sudden you just like know to go that direction or you just know things. That's kind of how I've always been. And, um, when you're young, you kind of run, at least I did, I ran away. I was like, no. <laughs> and when you're young, you don't know how to develop that kind of skill. Right. So I right. would kind of say anything, like if I felt something like, I would just, bleh, right. And people were like, uh, <laughs> so I had, I remember like sharing with somebody that she shouldn't get married, that he would be abusive. Now this is young when I was first developing my intuition and some things you just aren't like, just because you might know something doesn't mean you're like blab it out. Okay. Doesn't mean anyone else needs to hear yes. it. Right. <laughs> so when you're newly about to get married, you do not want to hear your friend say something like this. So she, nonetheless, she never talked to me. And I think 19 years later, she was like, you're right. And we, you know, we reconnected and she was like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. And, um, but when I had that kind of skill and gift back then, I, I ran away. Um, so fast forward, I don't know if anybody else is like, nope, I don't want that one. Nope, 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 <laughs> not me. And then comes knocking again. Right. Yeah. So fast forward, um, about 10 years ago, I was like, you know what, I'm going to step into it. So I started doing energy sessions and didn't quite know what I was doing. It's more like intuitive guidance. And then one day I was like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And I had this whole experience with essential oils that literally changed my life. And I was like, oh my God, these little things, when you put them on your skin or you listen to the frequencies, they change your cells. And, and I was like, oh my gosh. And then that's when I became the energy alchemist. I became someone who can help transform bad vibes into good ones. And I say that as like the easiest level, because there really aren't any bad vibes, but sometimes we feel like they're bad vibes. Like depression feels like a bad vibe. It's just a level of frequency, right? And your job is to get to the next level such that you can feel better and better and better every day. And so the energy alchemist, I was like, oh yeah, I transform the energy frequencies that people are into a higher frequency so that they can see the, like, it's like change their glasses, right? They can see the world differently. They can feel and experience the world differently so that they can tr attract and focus on new things in their life. Um, so that's how the energy alchemist came and the energy alchemist process, um, which you had mentioned over the break is there's four steps to energy alchemy. Okay. Oh and yeah. Let's one, hear it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. These are my favorite. Cause I was okay. <laughs> so the first step is you want to clear your energy. And what I mean is like people are always hooking on your energy and you hook on other people's energy. Okay. So when somebody is watching your videos on social media or, you know, making bad comments or good comments, all of that stuff is like, think of like an egg. Okay. And you have this little hook that hooks into the egg. That's all these people hooking into your energy. So one of the first steps in energy alchemy is you want to clear away everybody else's stuff. Like, especially if you have kids too, you got to clear away their stuff too, because they kind of intertwine with your energy. Right, right. Right. So the first step of energy alchemy is to clear your energy. Then you want to repair. You want to repair any of those cracks that have been impacting your energy field. And then the third level is you want to build your energy to the next level, right? So like, let's say you're at a lower frequency depression. 
not bad or good, just where you are. You want right. to get a higher frequency, right? And that's what the build comes in. But you can't do that when you have everybody else's stuff hooked on you, right? Um, so you build to the next level. And then the hardest part is maintaining the higher frequency. Yes. I, know a lot of I think that's where things. everyone has a hard time yes. with. And that's why I offer all these tools on the spa for your soul. And that's really where you, I think you're going to ask me the question, right? About how do you find support? Yes. Or yeah, go ahead. I'll yeah. You. How do you, <laughs> you don't even need me. How do you find support and guidance in, in this journey for soul care? Yeah. The first thing I'll say is there's a lot of information out there. Okay. There's a lot of things that you can do. You can Google, you can social media stuff. There's a lot of information. So to go back to my whole energy alchemy about clearing, you want to be mindful what you are watching. You want to be mindful what you are listening to. Okay. So it can be overwhelming. The internet can be overwhelming with information. So I, I think I would find someone or um, a group of people that you feel great around, right? Like you ever been invited to like go to a lunch or a social media group and you're like, oh, you just feel not comfortable there. I think networking groups are like that for me. I avoid them because they drain my soul. (laughs) So you want to find something that uplifts you. Okay. And start to follow people. It just, your daughter does it. You know, she's like, oh, I'm going to go do that. She restores herself. So you want to find the people that you resonate with. Okay. Now this is important. Okay. This is just coming through right now. So it's it's what they want me to say. When I say they, it's like the guidance and the angels and, you know, divine, but really what they're saying is you, if you're at a lower frequency, you might not be able to hear somebody who's like, Oh my God, I have my morning routine and rah, rah. Okay. Right. Just find the next level person that can help you up level up level to the next level. Okay. It's not about going to the Tony Robbins, right? Because you might not be there. You might not be anywhere in that scope. Okay. No, not knocking Tony Robbins, but it might just be too much, right? Even I might be too much for some people's energy, right? But you find the next level that kind of uplifts your soul. Okay. And you become a part of that community or you, you know, pick that coach and stuff like that. Like I love, and that's why I kind of give the range because you're, you have dealt with energy for many years, right? Yes. You're at a different range, but you notice how I bring it. I was like, wait a minute, let's maybe those people who can't get out of bed because there's a whole range of where people are. Right. You want to find what's going to help you get to your next level with whatever range you are. But energy is also like water. It, It attracts something that's similar to where you're at. So you're going to find somebody attractive when they're on that same level energetically as you are. But that doesn't mean that you can't be around other people who are higher or lower because we tend to match our energies to the people we're around. If you've ever walked into a party and you're a very high energy person and the party is kind of dying off, you kind of bring your energy down to walk into that room or vice versa. You know, if the energy in that room is not so great, you're going to, you're going to walk in with some serious energy to bring that energy up in the room. Totally. Totally. And it also depends on the mood and the event, right? Right. We're all able to navigate all of that. And you know what, what's funny is I've actually, there was this, I I attended this seminar and this girl just, Oh, I don't know what it was about, but she just got underneath my skin. You've ever had that? (laughs) 
And so I put myself in her course because I was like, whatever this is. So sometimes like that repelling, you know, like yeah. when you're repelling is also good to develop. It's like, what is this? What, what am I experiencing here? And so it's not like, oh, yay, rah, rah. They make me just feel great. Because sometimes it's that confrontation when they, she got under my, I was like, that's weird. No one, like that doesn't really happen around me. Right. So <laughs> this is different. You and, had to learn about her. Yes. I, well, I dove into what she was offering. Cause I'm like, what is this that mm-hmm. I'm scared of, or that's irritating me. So it's not just about, but yeah, but you do want to match on values maybe. Um, and, uh, something that you just, just, just use your discernment, but allow yourself to kind of come with groups or people that really help you to express your soul, not just suppress you, mm-hmm. not just put their own package on top of you, not say, oh, you have to do these 10 steps and then you'll be there, right? You want to right. actually allow yourself to feel nurtured inside of that community. No, I, I completely agree. I, I think it's important that people also use their intu- intuition and really, if, if it doesn't feel right, Maybe you're not ready for it, or maybe it's not not the right thing for you. Maybe it's not the right thing for you at that time. So you definitely have to use your intuition, I think. Yes, absolutely. Um, in what ways can soul care and self-care support and enhance each other? Yeah, well, you know, I'll, I'll just tell a little bit of one on myself, okay? I wasn't going to do this, but it's here. So um, I am masterful at soul care, very masterful. I am very, very good at, like, I knew my mission at a young age, you know, it changed and I got the wording and the narrative a little different as I got older, but I knew I always had a mission. Um, I've always just tapped into that soul aspect. Okay. And I was not that great at self-care. Not, not at all. (laughs) And, um, and so I really do. And, and like, I'm finding now that if you don't take care of the physical body, you do not have a vessel for the soul to live in. Right. So I think they they enhance each other. Okay. And most people that I come across are really a little bit better at the physical self-care. Okay. And they're okay. They brush their hair. They brush their teeth. Like when I was with my niece, she was like 11 years old. I'm like, wait a minute, we need to go and get you some good shampoo. You got, you know, those are, she's learning how to self care. Right. Right. Um, And for me, I had done so much work over my life on soul care, right. Meditation, divinity, and, you know, learning about myself, what matters to me, my values, all those things. I kind of neglected the self care. Right. And what I find though, is that most people neglect the soul care, and really right. self-care. And so that's, I think that they both enhance each other because why live in a body when you're not experiencing pure joy and experiencing your soul's purpose? Okay. Um, and then why have your soul purpose and not have the body that works, right? So they right. Really, really go hand in hand. And um, I'm just trying to get people to shift their paradigm a little bit to think about what it like what elevates their soul. Um, but all, both of them contribute to reducing anxiety, depression, relieving stress, improves physical symptoms, mental health, all of those different things when you are honoring the soul care and the self-care. No, absolutely. Um, I completely agree with you. How can we determine the right balance between soul care and self-care for ourselves? Is there a balance? Does there need to be a balance? Yeah, I think it's going to be... Um, individualized. Okay. Like when they say maintain a balance, a diet, a diet that's balanced, the diet diet that's balanced for you might be different than the diet that's balanced for me. 
Okay. I am definitely a protein meat eater. Right. And for some people, they're like vegetarians. Right. So I think the balance is determined by you. And really what I want to leave people with is permission to be different than the top celebrity of, oh, if you just follow this protocol, like creating your own protocol, creating your own designed, well-balanced soul care and self-care, right? Um, Right. Pay attention to the soul care because, you know, don't neglect that, right? So allowing yourself to live a life combined with just the joy and happiness and nurturement of the soul can help you produce results you can't even imagine. Yeah. You know, the last question I had for you, well, not the last question, but one of the last questions is, you know, there's, there's different ways to nourish your soul. And one of the things that um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking out the window at my neighbor's house and, and I was thinking, you know, I love my neighbors. They're really awesome people. I spend a lot of time with them, but we have very different views on life. And, and uh, one of the things that they participate in quite regularly is church. And is that part of taking care of your soul is being part of a religious affiliation or does it matter? I think this is individualized. I think that, um, for example, like my mom, it really works for my mom. It really, you know, nourishes her. She feels alive, revived. Right. And, um, And then I think over time, sometimes it could change. It could be more of an obligation. Oh, I have to do my 10% tithe. I have to show up. I have to do the pot. Like it becomes, right? And most things start that way. Most things like my shower with the candlelight might be like this soul care. And then also it's like, oh, got to go like do that, right? So it's not like it's consistent. So I would say that for church too. It doesn't mean you have to go find a community within a religious organization. You have to find what works for you. Religious organizations work for people sometimes. It builds a real familial community for people. Right. right? And But inside that, if you have a bunch of people who are obligated to do that and it's no longer soul nourishing, then the whole community kind of is just living a life day to day without with that emptiness of the soul. So if you're going somewhere and somebody's a good preacher or pastor or, you know, priest and you leave filled with like they would say the Holy Spirit or the word of God or something, and mm-hmm. that allows you to go through the day feeling uplifted more power to it. Right. And sometimes it's like the yoga studio you go to, or sometimes it's, you know, the zoom, like I see these little on TikTok, some of these little women do these prayer things. And sometimes I'm like, Hey, that little boost works for me. Right. And so it really is your own design thing, but I don't think there's a good or way bad way to do it, but it's to allow yourself permission to practice and play to explore, to wonder and inquire. Okay. And that's what I'll leave you guys with is this opportunity of exploring you, your soul and what nurtures it. And sometimes church does, and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it would for a long time. And then sometimes it stops. But what happens is once it stops, people just keep going through the actions instead of reassessing and refocusing. But I think sometimes it offers something different. Uh, I know for um, my my mother-in-law, for example, yeah. you know, she, she passed away years ago, but uh, when she was 
involved in the church. Uh, she was Greek Orthodox, so she would go every Sunday. And that entire group of people are people that she had um, a language in common with, a religion in common with. So it gave her that community you were talking about earlier, right? And she grew old with all of these people. And every Sunday they would get together and have their potlucks and then they'd have their Greek festivals and and they did, you know, weddings together and bar, I don't know, all the different things that they would yeah. they would do together. And I think over time, the actual religious aspect of the experience kind of didn't do it for her anymore, but she still went for the community because that still fed her soul, right? She still oh. enjoyed seeing the people. She still enjoyed seeing uh, the weddings and the baptisms. And, you know, I think it gave her purpose. And I think that's another thing too, is not only do you have to have that community, but you have to feel a sense of purpose. And I, I think that is what religion, I think, brings to people, but it doesn't have to be religion. That same feeling can be brought by, by all the other things you were talking about earlier too. It's awesome. And I, I don't knock religion. I, I honor what works for each person. Right. You know, no, like, I, I, I'm only bringing it up because we hadn't talked about it earlier. And I thought, yeah. you know, I wonder if this would be a good fit for I um, think somebody. Sometimes, I sometimes you should go like re- you should get involved in religions if you want, because mm-hmm. sometimes that's a thread that starts you. And then there's a community that carries you. Right. Right. And uh, yeah, I think that is awesome. And I love that. And, and I think, I think that's probably the way with my mom as well, is that it's no longer about necessarily the religion. Um, but I think both are important for some people, you know? Yeah. And not saying that it doesn't have to be like the religion can be an important aspect of why you go and it probably should be, (laughs) but, um, but for some people, I think in different phases of their lives, different aspects of the experience become more important than others. Um, And I think that's okay. A hundred percent. And I think people should know that wherever you are (laughs) in your soul care journey, you are perfectly exactly where you are and it's perfect. And when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Right. Right. So when the teacher might be religion, when you're ready, it will appear when the teacher might be, I don't know, the energy alchemist, you know, when you're ready, the teacher will appear. Right. And so really it's, it's about empowering yourself to find what works for you and what lights you up about life. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, Let's see. So I think, uh, do you have any stories that you'd like to share? Let's see. Let's see. Um, (laughs) (laughs) yeah let's see here um I think the story I want to share is about attracting um stuff in a higher frequency okay Okay. and um what I mean by that is I was a master manifester master I was so good at it and I was like, I'm going to meet my husband on this day. You know, I had my list of everything I wanted. And I was like, I'm going to meet him on this day. And I called my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, we have to go out. I'm going to meet my husband. And she's like, yeah, yeah, Erlinda, okay. But we went out and I did meet my husband. Okay. Wow. And we got married. And fast forward, we ended up getting divorced. Okay. He was a narcissist. 
and there was a whole bunch of gaslighting involved and we could, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. However, what I wanted to share with people was when I met him and when I was doing that master manifesting, I was at a lower frequency. Okay. Oh. And when I, I was like, okay, like I was trying to make up for being at a low frequency by being a master manifester. Okay. So this is why I preach and talk about you want to vibe up your energy. If you're in a depressed state, don't be manifesting. <laughs> I mean, unless you do my three hour thing, because we do a little clearing first, right? But you don't want to manifest at that low frequency because you're going to attract a lower energy, whatever you're attracting. Okay. So right. I attracted that when I got through my divorce and I looked back, of course, hindsight's 2020, I realized I had just broken up with an ex before that marriage. And I was in a low frequency and I attracted because we are powerful. I attracted that man and I got married. Okay. So it was from then on looking back, I realized, oh my God, vibe up your energy, right? Like <laughs> vibe up your energy and then go be a master manifester. Okay. Yeah. So fast forward, um, after doing all this work for five years, um, I met, uh, well, I'm together with my soulmate now. Um, and I attracted him at a whole new level of frequency and that's a whole other story. But the bottom line was I worked on myself. I vibed up my energy and right. I did my own energy. I cleared, I repaired, I built up my energy started to maintain it and attracted and manifested the most wonderful man ever on the planet. And, um, who is just extraordinary. So I really do. Wow. That's the story I want to share is because wherever you are, you can vibe up your energy. One of the important practices is soul care, right. Wow. And self care and, um, taking care of your energetic footprint so that you and your energy can ripple out into the planet and together yeah. we can vibe up the planet. That is amazing. So, um, once again, your um, website is the spa for your soul. And is that dot com? Dot com. Yeah. Okay. So if you'd like to get in touch with her, Linda, you can go to the spa for your soul.com. She's got her vision board 2023. It's a three hour experience that includes tapping and other wonderful Sound things. Healing. Yeah. Sound so healing, tapping, energy alchemy. <laughs> yeah. So definitely uh, a really great way for you to start off the new year, set those great intentions for a fantastic 2023. And uh, if you're looking to get in touch with me, you can go to executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Our uh, magazine, Executive Function Coach, uh, I'm sorry, Executive Function Magazine uh, is coming out in January 10th. Um, and it, starting this January, we'll be actually launching it monthly, not launching it we'll be sending it out monthly. Every issue will, every month we'll have a new issue. Um, if you'd like to write for our magazine, or if you'd like to be on the show, please feel free to email me at Fozzie at executive function coach, az.com. And um, I just really want to give a quick shout out to all our listeners out there. If, um, if you're listening to us, we really want to tell you thank you and uh, wish you nothing but much happiness and success for 2023. And um without you, this would not be possible. So um, I really appreciate it. And um, we'll see you next time. Happy 2023. Next time we see you, it will be next year. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. 
Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week.